Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, the podcast where we casually discuss the Animorphs one book at a time. I'm Casey. And I'm Alex. We've done all the books. And now we're diving into the TV show. Join us every Tuesday for a new mission. And don't worry, we promise to have you back under the two-hour time limit. Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a grave announcement to make. Incredible as it may seem, both the observations of science and the evidence of our eyes lead to the inescapable assumption that those strange beings who landed in the Jersey farmlands tonight are the vanguard of an invading army. So We made it. We did. We did. We finally made it to an episode that I watched weeks ago. <laughs> Mistakenly. <laughs> we finally made it back to before. <laughs> um... If I'm being honest, I have no fucking clue if Amazon was correct or Seropedia or Google. I don't I just don't know who's correct here, but I'm so glad that we didn't finish up this episode and the one after it, which I presume is probably pretty good, and then watch the two pieces of crap that we already watched. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it makes sense the way that Amazon did it in the sense that it, a two-parter what I'm assuming is going to be like decent set of episodes is at the end of a season. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I like fully believe you when you said that, like, this is how it was supposed to be. I don't know like what the other fucking people were thinking. I don't know. And there was that flashback, like mm-hmm. that one second flashback, but like at the end of the day, that flashback added nothing at all. Like, she could have just been, like, imagining Jake scratching his ear. Like, it's not really a memory, but it is something that she's seen before, and she could have projected Jake into that moment. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've seen it from so many other characters scratching their ears that, like, they could have done, like, uh, Chapman, they could have done Tom, they could have, you know, whatever. It's... Oh, it's probably because they couldn't get any of those actors in this episode. It, Or, I mean, in, in the Rachel episode. So, like, Chapman wasn't mm-hmm. in that episode. Tom wasn't in it. So they were just like, mm-hmm. let's pick someone we already have to just, like, shoot this ear-scratching thing. <laughs> and then we'll write an entire episode about that later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it'll oh, be interesting man. to see. Jake doesn't scratch his ear in this one, obviously, but like, no. it'll be interesting to see if he does it in the next one, because then maybe that'll tie it all together. But I just want you to know that's going to be the pull quote. Jake doesn't scratch his ear in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I've already decided. <laughs> all right. Making life a little bit easier. Uh-huh. Uh, fuck that'd be stupid if he scratched his ear though because jake knows that that's a tell so well yeah because that's how he found out chapman and his brother yeah so if if he was a controller and he did it then he would just that would be an immediate giveaway so he wouldn't do that so you'd think you'd think but this show is special this show is like we need a visual way and like this isn't a bad instinct like we need a visual way to tell people who's a controller 
and who's not because, you know, it's hard to blah, blah, blah. And if you're not getting the narrative in the kid's head at the time, I could see why maybe like subtleties would be missed in a kid's show. So I don't think it's a bad instinct, but like the, the thing that they chose to do it with everybody, that's a little much. I just thought of something. Yes. What if in the last episode, this would be like really departing from the books, but like what if in the last episode, Rachel landed in some poison ivy and was like itching her ear like the whole time. And so when Tobias flew to the camp, he saw her itching her ear and he was like, oh my God, she's a controller. Oh, and then they held her hostage for three days for no reason. Yeah. That would be an interesting, I mean that, listen, (laughs) nothing happened in that episode. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> god that episode i <laughs> so i was editing that and so like we talked for about 30 minutes just about like trisha and like scott and everybody and then sure. we started talking about the episode and we devolved into the whale exploding and the poop river <laughs> and then we summed up the episode in about 40 minutes and then we were just kind of like what do we do now so i was like <laughs> i need to get that movie talk in here right now <laughs> Good thing we had that that movie talk, and good thing that we actually wound up talking about that horrific episode long yeah. enough that we could pull that. And we were already talking about the movie at the end of that episode, so all I did was just like oh. it was a natural segue. I just swapped in the in the files. So oh, that's awesome! It was really convenient. I don't know. <laughs> it's really convenient. It's really convenient. I think it was in private message the other day. I was talking to Jeff and he was like, I'm just so glad that we still get like two hour episodes for the TV show. (laughs) That was not our intention. (laughs) Yeah, that was not at all our intention. (laughs) We kept talking about how good we were going to be and how we were going (laughs) to be so much shorter. Uh, Yeah. We made a critical error. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, that's probably my fault because I got like really intense about like breaking it down shot for shot and fixating on little details that don't matter. But I mean, that's it's good to be thorough. I don't know. I mean, there's just like there's so much that's happening on screen that I want to translate into words and phrases. But <laughs> did I need to talk about Jake's room for twenty minutes? Probably not. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, that's some of the most delightful shit is talking about the room. <laughs> talking about the I would be, shit. I'm not going to lie. After we did the first TV episode where you broke it down, I was like, I am super curious to know what your notes on the books would be like. Because, mm. like, <laughs> it's very hard to break it down that thoroughly. Because yeah. there's so much. And I was like, oh, man, that would be... Because, like, I felt like I got really intense sometimes on how many notes. I, and I did. Like, 10 pages of notes is a lot. But yeah, I didn't break anything down anywhere near as thoroughly as you did <laughs> at any point in time. <laughs> well, and, like, the longer we record, the more I kind of, you know, like, I'll interject kind of my own thoughts and feelings. But then I'll kind mm-hmm. of recognize that sometimes, like, I know that we will naturally segue into that. So I just, like, take yes. the note out. <laughs> so like i'm like predicting what we're going to say already kind of i don't know that's no i when i was doing like book notes i would early on i would just 
include questions for you in the notes like what did you think of this or what do you think of that or blah 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 mm-hmm. and then eventually i'm like yeah fuck it we'll hit it <laughs> <laughs> like i know alex is gonna bring this up so i'm just not gonna make a note <laughs> <laughs> i'm predictable if nothing else that's why like last time i was like okay the bird did something i'm gonna let alex talk about the bird because <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. i like just learned what what the term mantling means from like a couple episodes ago Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like, I'm not going to pretend I know shit about birds when I have Alex to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> I was so pumped the other day in the Discord when Nate's like, quick, I need to know if a hawk can roll its eyes. And I'm like, this is the level of question I've been preparing for my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> who who were you talking to when you were on OkCupid about birds? Everybody! But like, every single fucking person. I feel like there was one person in particular that asked you like a bird question and you got like really intense about it. Oh, um, I feel like, God. Okay, so first of all, it was everybody. Like, the only person that didn't talk to me about birds on there was Scott. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yet. But there was one guy that messaged me and like he absolutely like most guys were like, oh, this is something that she's interested in. So this is like an opening line. This guy had no fucking interest in taking our relationship any further (laughs) than this conversation very clearly from the get go. And he was like, so sometimes in my yard, there's this bird and it has like red markings on its breast and blah, 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 blah. Can you identify it? And I gave him a few options of like, okay, well, like, let's narrow this down. Is it like this or like this or like this? And, like, he eventually, like, we got it down to what he thought it might be. And he's like, all right, thanks. Never fucking talk to him again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh. That that was my favorite guy on there. So what was it? What was the bird? (laughs) I don't even remember. Okay. Honestly, I barely remember this conversation. I just remember, like so very clearly that he was not at all interested in becoming friends or meeting up or anything. He just wanted his bird question answered. Oh my god. And like that was the moment where I'm like this is a good sight for me. I like this (laughs) sight. I can answer all the bird questions. I don't want a fucking relationship. I just want to field questions and leave. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's amazing. It's something. <sighs> yeah. Good times. Good times. Back in the day. Back in the day. That was a quite a while ago at this point. Yeah. I don't want to think about how long ago that was. I'm upset. Why? Just the passage of time. It's relentless. Just in just the general passage of time? Yeah. Yeah. Marching forever towards our death? Yeah. Time is marching on, and time is still marching on. We're older than we've ever been, and now we're even older. And we're also younger than we will ever be again right now. Oh, I hate it. (laughs) Oh, well. Well, well. It's fine. It's all fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, this is going to sound like the worst thing that anyone's ever said, but like, oh, sometimes I feel like I'm wasting my life a little bit. But then I realized, like, but I'm in quarantine, so I'm not wasting my life. I'm using quarantine as an excuse for the fact that I have no life. (laughs) In fact, my social life has gotten even more active since since quarantine, because I have a lot more (laughs) Skype calls with people. (laughs) 
So, I mean, I I personally don't believe that you're wasting your life at all. But what would you like? What what's that threshold that you have to hit before you're going to consider your life not wasted? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's always going to be you know dissatisfaction. I just like. I just think about how I'm getting older and I haven't traveled very much. And like part of that is because like money, but also mm-hmm. I just really wish I would have tried harder to travel. And it's not like I can't ever travel again, but I just, you know, I just really wish I would have gone more places. And I wish I would have gone more places when I was young. Younger. I'm still young. I don't know. Weeps. I mean, once this vaccine hits, we'll we'll go back to, to traveling places. We had a whole list. Yeah. We still have a whole list. I know where the document is. <laughs> I have the document. <laughs> Where's the first place that we should go after quarantine's over? Hmm. Okay, so we talked about going to Seattle and Alaska for whale adventures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one was, like, in the works being planned. Yeah. And now that Marisa lives in Seattle, we can just, like, make her make us crash in her living room or something. <laughs> yes. Now. Uh, yeah. So it's that. There's New York Broadway adventures. Uh-huh. Yeah. That one's probably going to be later on the list for me. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. You, even with a vaccine. Well, maybe not. I don't know. With what? I was going to say, like, even with a vaccine, I don't know that going to a major metropolitan area is the smartest choice but then it's like well but maybe it is maybe broadway will be cheapest then yeah i was about to say it's like i would want to like go and help like get broadway back on its feet but also like i don't know i don't know either Ooh, someone's going vroom vroom outside i can hear it from in my house so fucking cool (laughs) so cool you guys so cool oh man it's been it's been a hot second since I watched this episode. So recapping it's going to be interesting. Like mm-hmm. I read through my notes again on Monday just to kind of like reorient myself. Yeah. But it has been a while. Uh I watched it mm, an hour and a half ago oh. and um my short-term memory is just really suffering right now. But I think I remember it. Okay. We'll be Confused together. It'll be like watching it <laughs> oh, good. for the first time. All right. Shall I start talking about it? I I would love that. Okay. This is the first part of a two-parter called The Capture. Dun, dun, dun. Capture monsters. Do you want to start talking about this? I'm not sure. <laughs> yes, yes. I just, I need to, I need to get into the mind zone. Gotta catch them all. Gotta, Gotta catch, catch them all. all. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Let's go to a restaurant. Oh, okay. Okay. There's a restaurant, and Jake and his family are there having dinner. Jake is telling his parents about some sort of basketball thing that Tom did, and he makes good use of the classic phrase, nothing but net. Um, Tom is like, that was a long time ago. And he's just being like a fucking killjoy about it. And that was five months ago, Jake. Was I was a different person five months ago. I'm a new man now. I'm different now. Older. And I want to talk older. about my shameful past as a basketball star. Yeah. I was, I was into the basketball back then, but I've realized now it's, it's an affliction. There's more important I'm things. recovered. 
than throwing a ball at a stupid hoop. <laughs> I need to take care of my family, Jake. Something you wouldn't understand. <laughs> take care of my family. <laughs> <laughs> I like this emo Tom that we've made. I like it way better than the Tom that was in this episode. And I think we should maintain that this is what he was like. This is is the new Tom. This is the real Tom. Yeah, he wasn't like terrible in the episode. I just like this one better. That's true. He wasn't. Yeah. He was only in the first part. And I thought he did pretty good. But mostly because he he didn't say much. That's because he was too busy stewing on his dark and grizzled past. What a sad boy. <laughs> so yeah, uh, he's not on the team anymore. His, his parents are like, what the fuck? And uh, Jake's dad is talking about his clinic and it's about to be completed. And it's been two years in the making. And Jake's mom is teasing him. Everyone's having a good fucking time. Nice little family dinner. It's wonderful. Well, kind of. Like, they were also kind of like, Jake's dad was very absentee dad in this one. Yeah. There's like... A weird tinge of like, oh, I saw that game. No, honey, you weren't there. That's true. Well, I saw, I'll see your game, Jake. And Jake's like, I'm not on the team. Like, Yeah, it's like, where the fuck have you been, yeah. dad? And he says he was like really busy starting this clinic. But like, it was just weird because that was not at all the dynamic in the book. Yeah. Then again, this, well, don't follow the books. Yeah. But I don't even know why I said that. That was fucking stupid. No, but like, I know what you're saying, though, because like. We see Jake's dad a couple times in the book, and he's pretty there for his family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'm, yes, he is. That said, I didn't mind the fact that he's been too busy and he was kind of, like, fucking up his his kids, like, basketball games and yeah. shit. But, like, also, you would expect there to be some sort of, like, resentment there, but there wasn't. Not not at all. They're all like, oh, dad, he's so busy. What a good guy. <laughs> My absentee dad. He's still good. <laughs> he's trying his uh, best. He's just, he's trying so hard. He's just got a lot going on. I'm very mature of them. Yeah, very precocious little boys. Yeah, it was fine. It didn't matter at all. <laughs> um, so they're having a decent time, we assume. And then mm-hmm. all of the restaurant patrons start turning their heads and looking around. Jake looks over. And Victor Trent is there, and there's, like, a two-minute sequence of him slowly making his way through the restaurant. And... Are you... Are you ready for the first Scott comment of this episode? Yes! Give it! When this walking scene was happening, Scott turned to me and goes, Is this a guy I should know from things? (laughs) (laughs) And then... It didn't end here. I I looked at him and I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, what kind of goddamn question is that? Who is that? And then he looked it up and the actor was in an Indiana Jones movie. Was he really? He was. <gasps> yeah. Okay. I've already forgotten which one. Oh. Last of the Crusades, maybe? It was one of the original ones, too. Okay. I thought you meant, like, he's like, should I know this character? Like, who is this guy? And I thought he just forgot oh, well. that Wizard 3 was in things, <laughs> like, the rest of the episode. Well. <laughs> but no, okay, he's in, he's in an Indiana There's, Jones. Yeah, he's in Indiana Jones. He met the actor, but there is another Visitor 3 thing coming up. But I'll let, I'll let you keep going before I get into that okay. one. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, he's, he's making his way through the restaurant. It's one of those scenes they're trying to build up suspense and tension, but really it's just, like, taking too fucking long. 
Um, and you just have so much time to contemplate how badly his suit fits. <laughs> it's the 90s. <laughs> All the suits were way too big. That's true. That's true. It wasn't him. Oh, God. Um, my favorite thing about this is that Jake keeps, like, turning his head to look. And then he doesn't want Visitor 3 to see he's looking. So he, like, snaps back forward. But he does this, like, six times. And the camera's coming right at him, and he, like, turns and looks, and he's like, oh, no, he saw me. But then he does it again. And it's just like, you are being so obvious right now. He's a little stealth boy. He's very stealth. Ugh, very proficient there. Um, <laughs> at some point, Mr. Dave just, like, stands right behind him, and Jake's just like, oh, no. Um, <laughs> very dramatic opening theme. It's all in your hands, blah, blah, blah. Jake looks freaked. Victor Trent and Jake's parents greet each other. He and his dad apparently know each other. Um, from the clinic. From work. Um, and Jake's like, what? He knows my dad? And that, and then I really liked this. Victor Trent gets introduced to Tom. And I really liked their their exchange. He's like, nice to meet you, Tom. And they had like this kind of like, eh, <laughs> eh, eh, facial expressions, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. We're meeting for the very first time. Yep. This is the first time we've ever seen each other, Tom. Yep. <laughs> and then Jake's dad's like, and this is my other son, Jake. And God. Oh, God. Victor Trent walks over to Jake, holds out his hand to shake. Jake just fucking sits there and does nothing. And everything. Like, I don't blame him. <laughs> he held his hand out two inches in front of his fucking oh face. My God. Like. It was the weirdest positioning ever. You should have pulled an axe and come from up high just to make it even more awkward. <laughs> that would have been amazing. With the wrong hand, too. Like, just, like, reach yeah. around. And, like, oh, better yet, uh, he should have held out his fist for a fist bump. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, Jake's just sitting there not making eye contact and everyone's like, Jake, what the fuck? You're being so rude. And finally, Jake shakes his hand and he was like, oh, sorry, I had some food on my hands. And Jake's dad invites Victor Trent to sit with them. And Jake's inner monologue reminds us that Tom is a controller. Victor Trent is actually Visitor 3 and his dad's treating him like an old friend in case we couldn't figure any of that out. Oh, God, this scene. All right. So then a waiter comes by with a plate of escargot. (laughs) And Jake's mom offers some to Victor Trent. And he says he's allergic. And Tom looks away. And he looks disgusted. And Jake's like, what's the matter? Look too much like the yerk in your brain. And meanwhile, I'm just like, why are you throwing shade at the yerks for not wanting to eat any escargot? And plenty of normal people don't want to eat that. I don't know. Chrissy boy over here. Um, Yeah. So Jake's dad, like, eats his and then tries to get Tom to eat some. And Tom, like, practically flips the table trying to get away from it. And Jake's <laughs> like, I'll try it, Dad. I'm so hungry, even snails look appetizing. And all while looking pointedly at Victor Trent. And then he, like, makes this big fucking production of scraping the snail out of the shell and, like, slowly putting it in his mouth. And Tom and Victor Trent are just, like, fucking disgusted and this fucking weird ass patriotic music is playing over the top of everything. <laughs> I was like, what are these choices? Never has it taken that many bites to eat one snail. I know. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Like, I kind of liked this. I kind of liked that Jake was like, ooh, I'm gonna, like, really make them squirm. But, like, that fucking music mm-hmm. choice? I don't know. Is that supposed to be, like, the anthem of Earth or some shit? I, I guess. Why didn't you play the fucking, like, 1812 Overture or whatever that fucking... da 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 Yeah! <laughs> That's in the public domain. That would have been fucking hilarious. That would have been fucking hilarious. Mm. Oh my god. Or, oh god. I wish Marco was there to make a joke about what anthem was Earth's anthem. Oh yeah. Because I feel like he made a joke like that in the books, but maybe I'm wrong. Ooh. Hmm. Somebody look that up. Send it in. Yeah. Anonymousanimorphs.com. <laughs> send it in. Okay. That should be on the bingo card where we plug in our email like early on in the podcast. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? Um... I was going to say that at this point, (laughs) so this whole scene happens, right? And I'm, like you, in love with this scene. I really, really fucking enjoyed it. Like, just how ridiculous it was, all of it. And then Scott turns to me and says, like, I don't understand, like, why they're all freaked out about the slugs. I'm like, well, you know, because of the yurks or whatever. And he goes, yeah, but why would a Vizzer be freaked out about it? And I was like, what? And he's like, well, like, why would Vizzer 3 be freaked out about the slugs? And I was like... Because he's a yerk. And he goes, well, yeah, but, like, not the visors, right? And I'm like, no, the visors are yerks. He goes, no, like, the guy's the visor. I'm like, no, no, no. He's a yerk. He's infested. The yerks are the visors. They still have host bodies. And he was like, what? Like, <laughs> apparently, he's just thought that the visors were the guys. And, like, the yerks were infesting everybody else. Oh, no. So I had, like, I think I missed, like, the next two minutes of the show. Because I was just like... What the fuck are you talking about? And I had to explain, like, that they're all Yerks and they just have different host bodies and blah, blah, yeah. blah. So, like, I had to have mini, you had to have, mini Animorphs Anonymous with Scott right You had there. to have Animorphs 101 <laughs> with Scott in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's just been laboring under this idea that the Vizzers are the guys. Right. And everybody else is the Yerks. And yeah. I, I just... But then why would they be human, Scott? I have so many questions <laughs> that I didn't ask. <laughs> what was going through your mind when you said these words? Yeah. Like, does he know Visitor 3 is normally an Andalite? Now I have, I should get him in here to ask all these <laughs> questions. I'm not going to. But, like, I just have so many questions now. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, did he just think, like, an Andalite sold out his people to become a Visitor? Does he think yeah. the Vizzer is human? Does he know he's an Andalite? I don't well, know. Well, I mean, like, I could have understood if he'd thought that Vizzer 3 was an Andalite, maybe. But the fact that... Yeah, I but why know. would he be, like, a human dude? Right. Yeah. I... And he's seen him morph. Like, he must know he's an Andalite from watching the TV show. <sighs> maybe he should listen to our podcast, Scott. I know. That would be the best option. <laughs> oh, criminy. Yeah, so anyways, I missed, like, the next two minutes because I was having this discussion with Scott. Like, (laughs) (laughs) the more questions he asked, the more I was like, what? (laughs) What? Scott has this innate way of, like, asking just enough, just strange enough questions (laughs) to completely baffle the person he's asking. It's so true. Like, even about the most mundane thing, (laughs) like, it would be something like, if his parents want us to go over there for, like, dinner on the week or, like, breakfast or something on the weekend, he'll ask me something like, do you enjoy brunch pizzas? And it's like, <laughs> where is this coming from? I need context, <laughs> you fool. 
And then all of a sudden it'll be like, yeah, you agreed to go over to my parents. And I'll be like, fucking when? Well, remember when you said you wanted brunch pizza? My parents are having a... And it's like, wait, why? Why was that where you started? What a turkey boy. (laughs) It's so confused. Oh my God. Like... If he was if he was doing that intentionally, I'd be like, oh my god, he's like the genius that I never knew. But like, I feel like he's not doing it intentionally. This is just how his mind works. He just like he comes at a problem from a direction that like no one can predict. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> he's the epitome of out of left field. Oh. Yeah, that's a very good way to put it. God. <laughs> Living with him is like an escape room to my life. <laughs> Every day is a new adventure. Every day is a new puzzle to figure out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like this year, his friends are getting married on Thanksgiving. And his first question to me was something like, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And I'm like... We're fucking married now. Probably the same thing as you, whatever it is. It's like rain on your wedding day. That's unfortunate. That's not ironic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So Jake eats the snail in a way that confuses and delights me. Um, it just so delighted. I, I'm not even going to say confusion. It was every <laughs> single bite, tiny, tiny little bite that that man took was just <laughs> another delightful moment. Wasn't he making like little noises of pleasure too? He was just like, hmm. Mm, he was mm, as he took mm. the tiniest fucking bites and he just like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> And it's like, so- I just like hit of endorphins every single bite he took. So sassy. I love it. I fucking adored it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it was so good. Well, Victor Trent does not love it, and he quickly nopes out <laughs> of there. Um, <laughs> and Jake, <laughs> Jake's dad's like, look at that ass. That's the ass of success right there. And Jake, What? <laughs> that's what my notes say. I don't know. I mean, again, this is the part that I missed because I was explaining visitors to Scott, but like, what? <laughs> he just says something about like, oh, the guy is, he's such a success. Like, that's the. Oh, know. and you just, you heard success. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, yeah. ass. I, I threw an ass in <laughs> okay. there because I was feeling sassy. I I get it. Oh. Okay. I, I feel, a little cheeky. Uh, yeah, I was feeling a little cheeky that day. <laughs> just wanted to put my own spin on it. Um. Jake's like, I fucking hate that guy. Tom's like, why? And Jake's dad's like, yeah, he started from the bottom and now he's here. And Jake's like, I guess. Um, and then Jake's dad's like, why don't you help me out at the clinic this weekend? And Tom's like, no, he's going to go to the sharing with me, dad. He said so. And Jake's like, I'll help you out, dad. And Tom looks sad or frustrated or just. I'll come to the clinic, daddy. Daddy, Pim- daddy I will come to the clinic. Pim- to sit on the computer, daddy. Sorry. We have to do it. We have to do it the D every time. If there weren't so goddamn many dads in this series, we wouldn't do that. It's it's part of our contracts now. I know you guys don't know this, but we've signed contracts now to do this podcast, uh-huh. and that's yep. that's in there. Yep. At least one every episode. <laughs> that's right. It's a quota we have to fill. 
That's right. I think it was sexual initially, and we've taken it from a sexual place and made it into just a horrific, <laughs> an absurd opposite place. of sexual, an absurd and nonsensical place. <laughs> <laughs> Monsters. <laughs> God, I'm so glad we're doing a good episode. Jesus Christ. Such a I know, this is such relief. a fucking relief. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, um so we cut outside of said wellness center clinic. Um for some reason it has a red carpet outside. I don't know why. Um because it's for fancy VIP people. Um, Jake's like, it's not so bad working here. Um, and that's... They have a carpet. They do have a carpet. And he's obviously working very hard. He's on chatonline.com instead of working. And he's bragging about... Is that a real website? Probably. I'm I'm Googling it okay, right now. It's Sorry. Chatonline.com. The domain. It's for sale. We can own this domain. We can literally buy every Animorphs domain at this point. Because it wasn't like Skate Online or whatever that was available. Let's find out. I, I forgot what it's called. Or it's Skate. like Roller Nation or something. I don't know. Hang on. It can't be Roller Nation. That's too good. It's got to be like RollerBuddies.com. Open. Let me find my notes. Let me find my notes from that episode. Oh, wait. No, I don't have them on my computer. It do- it doesn't. We can move past this. We could buy that okay, website let's, though. Chatonline.com. Yes. Pull a Justin and just buy it right now. <laughs> um. So yeah, J- I do have thirty percent off at GoDaddy. Ooh. Go Daddy. Sorry. Go to D. <laughs> Go to D. <laughs> dot com. <laughs> Um, so Jake's chatting with Rachel online and he's bragging about his new gig and she's like, oh my God, he gets paid to work at his dad's clinic. Um, she's yep. sitting in the internet cafe with Marco, Cassie, and my dearest, dearest baby boy, Axe. Oh, and this is my favorite bit, too. It's such a good bit! Okay, okay, okay. So Axe is shoveling food into his face, because of course he is. Um, and he's like, more, more! Because apparently he's a baby bird. <laughs> And Marco goes to the counter and brings him a hot dog. So my favorite part about this is that he doesn't go up to the counter and order a hot dog. He goes up to the counter, picks up the hot dog immediately as if there was some sort of arrangement made with the food guy and that X is going to be needing a lot of food. He should just keep them coming and prepare them in a queue for retrieval. And what you may have thought at this point of the episode was, well, that's very unlikely. It's not like the food would just be ready. But I actually think that's what happened yeah. because this isn't the yeah. first item that he does this exact arrangement. Exactly. On. It is so <laughs> wonderful. It is. Oh my god. And like in in every scene that Marco is with Axe, he is clearly designated as Axe's guardian. And everything he does mm-hmm. and says is said in a way that conveys that he's done this so many times before and he's just so frustrated and I'm so fucking here for I it. I love it. I fucking love it. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so glad Axe is back. It's just Me Oh too. god. Um so Marco hands him a hot dog. He's like, this is a hot dog. Axe is like, it's made from dog? And Marco's like, not really. Axe is like, is it good? Marco turns back and he says, Not really. 
Like, this is a bit that Marco is doing for himself. Like, in narrative, Marco's like, I'm doing a bit, and this is my bit, and I'm the only one that knows about it and will appreciate it. Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) And Paolo's faces in this whole episode when he's just astounded by all this food. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can we also just shout out Boris for giving that, like, deadpan delivery? Yes. Every- like, it does oh not my- fucking matter what Paolo is doing. Boris is like, not really. They not they really. just play off each other so amazingly. Like, oh my they god. They do. They are perfect. <laughs> oh, this is the content I'm here for. Oh, it's so good. It's so, it, oh, it's just like a comforting bomb to the burn <laughs> that was the last two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yes yes so rachel is still chatting with jake and is reading them aloud for the benefit of the audience jake says his dad knows victor trent and cassie says he's just being paranoid it's probably just business who's gaslighting now huh cassie yeah why would she even say that like no visor three is just suddenly becoming an entrepreneur yeah like no yeah that, that made no <laughs> sense It didn't, but, you know, wishful thinking can make you say crazy things. Yeah, denial is powerful. Look at, look at the nation at this moment. (laughs) Look at the world as it burns down around. You know what? Fuck everything I just said. Cassie's right. (laughs) Denial is the only way out. Yeah. Christ. Uh, And meanwhile, Axe is sitting at the kids' table by himself, eating his hot dog like corn on the cob. Fucking love him. Oh my god, that was so delightful when he pulled it out of the box. He's like nibbling it from side to side. I would pay at least three dollars to know if that was Paolo's choice or he was directed (laughs) to do that. A minimum of three dollars. Three US dollars to know this. That's that's the least amount of money I would give you to tell me that. God, I I hope and pray it was Paulo. <laughs> it had to have been. It had to have been because there's no there's nothing in the show that indicates they can direct other. No, there's so many extras that are just left to their own devices. Speaking of extras, we got an email back from from our super ninja oh, friend Caitlin, yeah. last name redacted, yeah. and uh, she was saying that like you can actually see like the extras from that episode where they're in the yurk pool in like other parts of the scene doing other oh. things and I was like I want to go back and look out for it but then I don't want to go back and watch this <laughs> don't make me watch it again I'll take your <laughs> word for it yeah I, I believe you <laughs> you're right <laughs> oh no yeah yes Cassie asks Rachel to ask Jake when the clinic opens. Jake types back tomorrow. They're expecting some sort of VIP coming in, which again explains the red carpet. Um, Mark, of course. Marco says it's probably a movie star. And Axe is like, well, actually, stars do not move. And everybody just kind of looks at him weirdly and ignores him, which is sad. I just don't think that's true, though, because space is constantly expanding. Right. I don't think they're fixed points. Right. I'm not Jeff, but I'm not the manager of space, but. And like, binary uh, stars have orbits around each other, right? I don't don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I think so. Citation needed I think so, but I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say fucking anything with confidence at this point. 
I think you're right. But, That's true. You know. So, somebody add us. Animorphs Anonymous. No, anonymousanimorphs at gmail.com. See, I never do the email, so I always fuck it up. Yeah, or at Animorphs Not on Twitter. And we know it's going to be Jeff that's going to add us yeah. about this. So, Jeff, add us. Jeff, add us in the Discord. PM me. Fact text checking me, friend. Fax me, beat me if you want to reach cool. me. That's a song. Well, nobody nobody wanted to play with Axe in the space in this moment. No, no one <laughs> did because he was wrong about the space and therefore. <laughs> uh, oh, here's an interesting. Rachel turns to Cassie and says, maybe the, the VIP is going to be Jason John McColl. And it's like, didn't we establish that he quit acting and went to Tibet, though? Yeah, to meet the Dalai Lama mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Rachel's just like, listen, I'm going to throw in a callback. Yeah. He's the only boy I ever thought was cute. <laughs> He's the only boy I ever loved. <laughs> um marco rolls his eyes at that comment cassie's like that would be so cool and that sex that's what (laughs) when i try to say sets and acts sometimes the words get fucked anyway ah freudian Freudian slip slip. (laughs) anyway axe starts yelling so cool so cool and his mouth is full of hot dog. And Marco runs up to him and he's like, shut up, Axe. He goes to the counter, gets him a hamburger. Axe is like, it is made from ham? Marco says, not really. And Axe starts picking off the vegetables. And then he's like, is it nutritious? And Marco says, not really. And then Axe starts dunking the meat patty into his Coke and eats it. And Marco just looks so fucking done with his life. I okay, my favorite thing about that was Marco is fucking done. Rachel watches it go down and just starts laughing. Like the girls think it's hilarious. Marco's just like, you don't have to watch him. This This is is my charge. This is my burden to bear. He is my ward. (laughs) Oh Oh my god. I love Axe and Marco so much. I, I do love, too. I love their whole dynamic. I just I love everything about them. Uh, and then I have a note about how I feel bad for Axe, but I can get into that later. Well, I want to know why do you feel bad for Axe? Cuz like I feel like he's doing his best to try and fit in and he thinks he's doing a good job and everyone's just kind of like not embracing him as much as they could. I don't know, like, when he made that star comment and everyone just kind of stared at him like he was a freak. And and it kind of harkened back to, like, when I tried to do things as a child and people would ignore me and I felt bad about myself. And I was like, maybe that's why I love Axe so much, because he reminds me of me when I was a kid. Oh, Well, I love that. <sighs> um, I will offer you one other maybe theory kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And that was just, I feel like that was, from the writer's perspective, meant to be one of those, like, oh, Axe is so much smarter than the rest of us, and, like, you can't react to that comment. But the fact just wasn't smart enough to make it sound like... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was a writing thing. But I I like the idea much better that he was just trying to tell them a cool fact, and they all shut him down. Yeah! I don't know. That makes me sad. And it's happened before. Like... Yeah. Where he tries yeah. to say, like, 
say something and and they just kind of stare at him oddly it's like but he's just he's trying stuff like he's just doing his best like the rest of us can you stop fucking judging him and you don't invite him to things like i'm shocked that he showed up in this scene and because (laughs) he's here too like and because he's here everything is so much better (laughs) It is. Oh my god, the hot dog and hamburger scene. It's oh my just god. Oh, Mother, Mother Hen Marco, like come on, man. Oh my god, everything about this made it so good. Yeah. I don't know. I just I get really sad and defensive of Axe when when nobody wants to hang with him. <laughs> and we haven't seen like a lot of uh a lot of Axe and Tobias scenes, which I think is where in the books at least early on most of our like heartwarming bonding with Axe moments came from was Axe and Tobias interacting, but yeah. like they just aren't ever in the same scenes because I guess it's too much to have a hawk and an Andalite costume. It's too much money or something. I don't know. Well, except when Axe got lassoed by those cowboys and Tobias oh. was like, I'll help you, doesn't. God, that was a fucking nightmare though and I forgot about it and now you've reminded me <laughs> of it. I'll never forget when you were like, he has a tail blade, he could have cut his way out. Yeah, it's just baffling to me God. that he can cut through steel and bone. Yeah. Yep. This would be like, this would be like, oh, look, guys, it's Wolverine. He has an adamantium skeleton. Oh, but we put a rope on him and now he's stuck forever. <laughs> like, no, fuck it you. Is, it really is nothing is deadlier than a tiny net. Like, oh straight God. up. Completely incapacitated. It is absolutely like that. And, like, it wasn't even, like, the rope hit him and, like, got him under his legs with his tail blade tied up with his horse legs, which would have been a way to stop him from using his whip-like scythe tail. No, instead, it's just around his upper torso, where he absolutely has full range of all but two of his extremities. (laughs) You have fucking five more to rely on. Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. And it's not like it was an electric rope that could have paralyzed him. It was straight up just a regular rope. That's the other thing. It's alien technology. Why don't they have a tractor beam where they could have incapacitated him? Yep. No, they just use a fucking lasso. <laughs> this is not in this episode, and I <laughs> need to stop. It was dumb, though. It was so dumb. It was so fucking dumb. I'm so mad about that. So dumb. It's almost as dumb as the whole key card thing, but I won't talk about oh that now. Oh my god. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll leave our, our good kids at their internet cafe. We'll go back to the wellness center. Um, god. So Jake Jake is handling some file boxes. And this set design of this health clinic is so terrible. Like I I don't even know what it was supposed to be. I don't either. So like the room that he's in, it looks like a lobby. It's got like this big giant marble table like you would see in a hotel lobby. But then mm-hmm. it's got like this corner with a bunch of security monitors. And like there's a coat room, but and an elevator. Yeah. And it's all like very it's not nice and open. It's very cramped. And I was like, "Who what?" is going on what room is this Um, i don't know what room this is i have no idea yeah and like the entire health clinic is like this it's like oh my god it's it's just so (laughs) like the set design is so bad i 
I have no idea what's going on with the set design. I don't. <laughs> there's so many questions and there's just no answers. None whatsoever. So Jake's dad is also pissed, but for a different reason. He's mad because he didn't authorize any of this. This is a health clinic, not the Pentagon. Um, there's a <laughs> Yet. Se- yet. Uh, there's a dude, security dude, telling him, this is standard security procedure, blah, blah, blah. Um, Jake's like, or Jake's dad is like, we can't afford any of this. The guy says it's already been paid for by an anonymous donor. Um, visitor three, I mean, <laughs> I mean, anonymous, <laughs> not at all. Visitor three. Why would you even say that? He's the last person. It's <laughs> no one, you know, um, <laughs> And then he kind of, like, grabs Jake's dad and, like, turns him away because these other two guys come up with uh, hazardous materials buckets. Um, going yeah, to the it elevator. says, like, bio-waste. Sorry. Yeah. This, is, this is a point I could wait to make, but I'm going to make it now because it's super Do incidental. It. Um, the containers definitely say, like, bio-waste. And in the next yeah. scene, Jake's like, I don't know, it had, like, radioactive stickers on it. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Not even close. <laughs> radioactive, radioactive. I don't think he said radioactive. I think he said, like, hazardous waste or something yeah. like that. But it was absolutely not at all what the stickers said. Yeah. Well. Bad thing. Bucket had bad stuff in it. Um, <laughs> bucket is bad. <laughs> bad bucket. It's a bad bucket. It's a bad bucket. It's a bad bucket, Mary. <laughs> it's got a soggy bottom, Mary. Oh, I'm no. I'm so sorry. The worst fate. <laughs> I'm so fucking sorry. Gross. I can't believe I just said that out loud. Soggy bottoms, Mary. It's a bad bake, Mary. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's got a claggy texture. <laughs> I said claggy the other day in reference to some footing in the arena, and then I was like, what the fuck is happening to me? <laughs> Yikes. Anyways, British Anyways. Bake Off aside. <laughs> yeah, no pies in this episode. Jake's dad misses the this incident. Jake does not, though. He sees everything. Um, the security dude hands Jake's dad a security pass. Uh, I lost my place. And he said, this will get you access to anywhere in the compound that you fucking own. You're welcome. Yeah, basically. Um, Jake is like, hey, dad, where do you want me to leave these files? Security dude, like, just realizes that Jake's there. And he's like, you have to leave before the governor gets here. Jake's dad's like, that's my son. Why does the governor need so much security? And the security dude says, the governor's running for president. And Jake has to leave. Jake's like, it's okay, dad. And he puts the files down and leaves. Jake's dad glares at the dude. And the dude looks up at one of the security cameras ominously. It's okay, Dad. I'll leave for you. I'll take this day off for you, Dad. <laughs> I get um, it, man. I get it. Take your opportunity to leave at your earliest convenience. Early and go play with my friends in the barn. Oh no, I have to go bike around my neighborhood and play basketball. <laughs> I'm so sad. I don't care. <laughs> it's gonna be the worst day ever. <laughs> Being a kid is so hard. Sorry. <laughs> wow, that came out really bitter. <laughs> yes it did Woofta. i think it was part of the bit but who knows okay maybe i'm just bitter at children well i guess we shouldn't be bitter at these children because they do have they're you know, all wonderful children they have a lot going on yeah yeah um so they go to the barn and jake's like something's wrong here why do they need this much security there's biohazard waste blah 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 
And Rachel's like, the security makes sense if the governor's running for president. Uh, Axe says, there's definitely Yerks involved here. And Cassie's like, they have been quiet lately. And Axe says, when you don't see them, that's when you should be most afraid. Um, He's the one that's been really reeling, reading those uh, Sun Tzu quotes. Yeah. My good, good boy. He borrowed Rachel's book. He also read Dracula. Yes, of course. Of course he read Dracula. <laughs> Are there vampires in your world? No, Axe. It's a, it's a story. It's, they're just fake. Let me see your teeth, you liar. <laughs> but vampire bats, do you drink blood? <laughs> so where do I get these silver bullets? What are bullets? <laughs> what, to, what is this? <laughs> <sighs> Yikes! Um, da, 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 da. Oh, that's werewolves. Ah, oh, fuck! I did the same thing. Yeah, oh, well. no, no, it's okay. Replace all that with wooden stakes. Yep. Just thank you, thank you for editing your minds for me. <laughs> uh, garlic. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> garlic. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know. What to say, Marco? And I said garlic. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I fucking hate it when I go to talk about Animorphs and vampire (laughs) vocab just comes out. It fucking happens all the time. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Marco says the Yerks want to infest the governor so they can get into the White House and control everything. Uh, Rachel's like, how are you going to get in? I doubt they gave you a security card, Jake. (sighs) Okay. Axe is like, Marco, you rent movies. Marco's like, yeah, but not now, Axe. <sighs> Axe asks Marco to show him his video card. Marco whips it out. And Jake grabs... <laughs> wow. Uh, Jake grabs the card and walks up to Axe. Let me let me just let me just tell you what happens next. It's I wish you would. It's buck wild. It's fucking buck wild. Okay, so Axe says, rub it across my fur to demagnetize it. Jake rubs That's the... not an awkward scene at all. Jake rubs the card on Axe's chest. Axe takes the card and starts rubbing his finger across the strip. Marco says, I guess I won't be renting any more movies. Axe morphs to human and says, I've encrypted the card and it will now match any human security code. Fucking what? Like, where did they even get the idea that he had these mystical powers he's got mystical nipple powers because that's where the card was rubbed wow wow and people said nipples on males were useless (laughs) They, they have a hidden power uh, can we take back the hashtag free the nipple because clearly they're very powerful <laughs> you can demagnetize cards with your nipples. <laughs> I've been doing it for years. Every time I want to stay at a hotel and I don't feel like paying for a room, just rub that shit on your nipples. Oh, opens no. the door. <laughs> they stopped making shirts with with breast pockets because there were too many cards getting demagnetized. <laughs> Oh That's God. when they started making those metal case wallets for when oh, yeah. you wanted to keep your for cards protection. next to your nipples. Oh my God. Straight up. Ugh. Straight up. That's what happened. Mardi Gras had it right all along. Oh my God. <laughs> like, shit. It was It's just... insanity. I... Like... 
Who like, wrote this? I I mean, I know who wrote it, but like, Jesus. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know about any of that. Like, okay, how much harder would it have been to get some thing that Axe has where he says, mm-hmm. I can make this cut scene next day, runs the card through something and says, here, now it's like done or what? Like, you know, or yeah. Axe gets him the card before they go on the mission. That, like, there's so many ways yeah. around this. Why yeah. did they choose this nipple magnetization thing? I don't know. It was baffling from start to finish. Yeah. I laughed very hard, though. I did. I laughed so hard when it Oh, my God. I was like, what is happening? Jake rubs a video rental card across Axe's chest sensually. And now... So, and, like, why are his abs rubber... But then there's fur on his boobs. I don't know. There is, there is, it brought up so many more questions than it answered. It really did. I was quite upset with all of this. Um, Mm -hmm. shit. And also, like, they made it seem like he was morphing to human while he was, like, running his finger along the card. And they made it almost seem like morphing had something to do with, like, inflicting it or something. Yeah. It made no sense at I, all. I don't know. I feel like Axe should have been like, here, I'll I'll do something with this card. I have a bunch of fucking shit from Radio Shack. I can build a, a quick little card encryptor thing. It'll take me a day. And then he right. brought it to the site with them when they went to infiltrate. Oh, wait, no, he wasn't there. Shit. But he could have easily, they could have been like, Axe, you stand lookout. And then he stays yeah. in, like, the back alley while they, like, yeah. or he could have just fucking gone with them. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. There was, there were so many ways to resolve this. Bonkers. It was, <laughs> it was so fucking bonkers. And there's also no reason that he could have been, like, you know... I'll return it to you before tomorrow. And then the next day, Marco says like, oh yeah, like he, Marco walks up to them from a different direction than everybody else is standing. And Marco says, yeah, I just got this from Axe. He says it'll like do blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason. There's no reason for any of this. There's no need. There's none. There's none. And it like, it's not even like, it's something that like, oh yeah, there's no need to have it in there. It's a throwaway thing. It's like, it's actively like, what the fuck were you thinking? (sighs) Sorry. No, it's 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 real. I don't I all I know is from now on. <laughs> from now on I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try and demagnetize some cards. <laughs> I will say that right after this, right after Axe hands Marco the card, Mar- Marco makes a comment like after he says, Oh, it'll like work with any of your encrypted human technologies and Marco goes, Will it work at the ATM? Yes. And Scott immediately looks over and he goes, Oh yeah. Marco's thinking now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good one. I like, it was a pretty good one. That was a good one, Marco. Uh, so yeah, after that fuckery, um, Jake's, yep. Jake's like, the governor will arrive at noon. We should meet behind the clinic at 1130. Cassie picks up a cockroach from the floor. And Axe makes some comment like, do you eat those too? And Cassie says, not really. Um, Marco is like, cockroaches carry a lot of diseases. And Axe says, you'll acquire its DNA, not its diseases. Uh, Jake looks at Marco smugly. Marco makes a face and acquires the cockroach. But they already have cockroach morphs! 
They do, but the most amazing thing for me about that scene was I didn't realize that Cassie had continued Marco's bit until you just said that. The do you eat those too? Not really. Yeah, well, maybe she said not exactly. I don't know, but yeah. Like, yeah. It, oh, yeah. she might have said not exactly. I would like to think she continued Marco's bit. Yeah. I would like to think Cassie and Marco are somehow in on something because they never seem to really be in on anything together. They I want know. them to have a thing. I mean, she almost beat him with a baseball in the last episode. But. <laughs> Secretly the best baseball player. Secret baseball star. Cassie is my angel in the outfield. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh my god. On. So on. So yeah, that, that scene's done. Uh, Thank bunch, god. Bunch of cars showing up outside the wellness center. Uh, Jake's dad watches them on one of the security cameras and then he goes to greet them. The governor and his men make their way into the building and the kids are morphed cockroaches and watching from the top of the door frame. No card are. in sight. Nope. Nope. You know, nope. I don't know. Uh, <sighs> inside, some guy says he's running security for the governor and the governor appears and shakes Jake's dad's hand. Jake's dad starts giving him the whole spiel about the clinic and the governor's like, yeah, Victor Trent told me to expect excellent treatment. And it turns out he was the anonymous donor all along. What? What? Who would have guessed that? I don't know. Oh my god, it was Victor Trent the whole time. The whole time. It was me. <laughs> Victor Trent comes up from behind the governor and he's like, hi, Jake's dad. And Jake's dad's like, what the fuck? <laughs> hi, Jake's dad. Hi, Jake's what dad. are you doing? <laughs> hi, Jake's dad. <laughs> Uh, I love the idea that he called him Jake's dad instead of like it. doctor or his name or like Dr. <laughs> Berenson. It's like, hi, Jake's dad. Hi, Jake's dad. <laughs> it's like- Not Tom's dad, Jake's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Jake and Tom's father. Hi, Mr. Jake's dad. <laughs> it's like when, when a little kid's friend comes over yeah, and the exactly. kid doesn't know the parent's name, so he's just like, hi, Jake's dad. <laughs> hi, Mr. Brian's dad. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> i mean to be fair i also forgot his name so he's just jake's dad oh i have no fucking clue what his name is <laughs> it's probably peter because fuck this show because fuck this show. they just mixed all the parents names up they did they're like throw them all in a hat whoever pulls it out is who you are and then, Marcus and dad then jake's is dad Naomi? was like my name's ava <laughs> Glad we went with the same joke. Oh my god. <laughs> Shit. Uh, Jake's dad tries to follow everyone into the elevator, and some dude blocks him and asks for his security pass. Jake's dad gives it to him. Guy scans it. It doesn't work. Jake's dad's <gasps> like, there must be something wrong with your security system. The guy says, your card's invalid. And Jake's dad's like, that's not true. That's impossible. And the guy smiles an evil smile. Yeah, he's so mm-hmm. confused because he owns this place. And there's no reason this should happen. Fucking security system. Okay, and then I think it's commercial break. Just wrote dump on them. in your hands. I mean, that's not the commercial break, but I just, you know. Sock and poppers, sock and poppers. <laughs> oh! More than a pillow fight. It's <laughs> my contribution. Thank you. I appreciated that contribution so much. Did it. What were, like, McDonald's commercials like at this era? That's my Ronald. That's my Ronald McDonald. Maybe. I think that was. Bef- I think that was before their their "I'm loving it" slogan. 
Yeah. That seems newer when I say it out loud. I feel like they would always do like a whole like, get your kids meal. You got a cheeseburger with a toy. A cheeseburger with a toy. Get a cheeseburger with a toy. Get some chicken nuggets. Get some chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. the best way to eat them. <laughs> Dip them in the sauce. Yeah, that was before they started serving like apple slices and bullshit. Oh, th- yeah. Are you kidding me? That was the 90s. That wasn't t- when Super Size Me came out. That's when McDonald's was like, oh, shit, they found out that our fries don't decompose after 100 years. I still follow that cheeseburger on Facebook. The McDonald's cheeseburger that's like 20 years old or 10 years old or whatever. That what? looks the exact same. What? It has a Facebook page. <laughs> oh, no. Let me find it real quick. Oh, no, that's horrifying. Yeah, I've been so following much. this cheeseburger on Facebook for years. I hate that so much. Who's the weirdo? Me or the cheeseburger with a Facebook? <laughs> me. Oh, God. <laughs> I just got the National American University song stuck in my head. What? One day, one night, Saturday's all right. Online, just by night time, anytime. Get your degree, set yourself free. National American University. You've never heard that? I've never heard this in my life. Oh, damn. In my entire life. In my entire 10 years on this planet. Hmm. Never heard this. I don't know. Okay, well, I can't seem to find the Facebook, but uh, it is absolutely on Facebook, and I will try to find the page, because I follow it. And, like, there's, like, nothing to it, really. Like, it's just once a year, they'll post, like, a picture of the cheeseburger and be like, yep, still going. (laughs) Still the same. God. Yeah, I think I've been following them for, like, three or four years, and I've only ever seen, like, two posts from them. They're like, yep, cheeseburger's still going. Here's a picture. Where do they keep it? think just in their house like Like, it's not like in the fridge or anything they just have it like wrapped up hanging out (laughs) have they unwrapped it it? looks the to take to take a picture yeah but then i think they wrap it back up oh god it looks the exact same you would never fucking know why isn't this cheeseburger oxidizing i i don't know oh there's no answer to this oh Never eaten McDonald's again. That was, I remember one time a coworker was talking to me about McDonald's. I don't know how this conversation came up because I don't really eat anything at McDonald's, especially since they decommissioned salads. Um, So I don't really eat anything from there. But like, they were talking to me about it one day and they're like, yeah, I just got ice cream from them the other day. And it was like oily and greasy feeling after I ate the ice cream. I'm like, (laughs) What could possibly be doing that? Like, that's so weird. Like the high fructose corn syrup is separating? It had to have been. Like, I'm not somebody who's like, I need to have all organic, like natural produce. Which, if you are, more power to you. I am not that person. (sighs) But, like, the description of when I ate ice cream, it left an oily coating on my tongue and throat. Like, that's fucked up. Now that I'm thinking about it, I was thinking about shamrock shakes, and I feel like the whipped cream that they put on that makes me feel yes! that. Like, it's, yes! it's oily whipped cream. It's, how do you even get oily whipped cream? I don't know! Is it like, yeah. does the aerosol liquefy and get mixed in with the cream? I don't know. 
No, because, like, this is the only place to get whipped cream like that. Like, I've yeah. never had whipped cream anywhere else that has this particular consistency. That's, yeah, that's true. Because, like, I think Dairy Queen whipped cream is fine. And, like, Starbucks yes. is fine. Yes, it is. You are absolutely correct about both of those things. Oh. And, like, I've been eating whipped cream out of a can professionally for so many years. <laughs> I would have noticed if this happened. Yeah. Oh, oh no! Fuck! It's fucking nuts! Yikes! Fucking nuts! Fucking nuts! Like, what do you, what do you have to do? Like, does like? I I don't know, and I don't know if I want to know. I don't know if I want to know either. But also, I do kind of want to (laughs) know. I morbidly want to know. Yeah, and like they're cherry. Like I've never eaten a cherry Ugh. that's like the. I'm thinking, of course, about shamrock shakes yeah. now as well. Ugh. The cherry that's on top of those is unlike any other cherry I've ever eaten in my life. Listen, I fucking hate maraschino cherries anyway. I don't. I don't want to know what that fucking thing is. I'm pretty sure it's wax fruit that they just injected <laughs> a gusher center into. Nothing in this thing is edible. <laughs> That's what they should say when you walk into McDonald's. <laughs> Nothing in here is edible. <laughs> and don't go in the ball pit for the love of God. Oh my God. <laughs> There's needles and band-aids and poop in there. Ew. And a snake. I love that. <laughs> and a snake. Yeah. There's like... If you Google, I don't know that this is true, but I've read so many, it must be. If you Google snakes in ball pits no. at McDonald's, oh, or even no. just in ball pits, like anywhere that snakes are like indigenous to, they've, they're in ball pits. Oh. It's like cats pooping in sandboxes. Like snakes love ball pits. Oh no. I mean, why wouldn't they? They love rocks. Ball pits are just basically super light rocks. Ugh. That's, that's not true, but I mean, in the way that they stack up, like, rocks, yeah. I'm so sorry. Fucking. Just go on my journey, don't question it. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be like, yeah, maybe in, like, Florida ball pits you would find, like, big snakes, but, like. Yes. But, like, Arizona. Oh. Texas. Scorpions, too, probably. Oh, my God, I never even considered scorpions in ball pits, but that's probably absolutely true. Armadillos. Well, that would be cute. Feral hogs. <laughs> I I would love to find a feral hog <laughs> in a, in ball, a ball pit. pit. Cute. <laughs> it's adorable. <laughs> I would love that. I would I would I think we should start putting feral hogs in ball pits. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so lost. <laughs> oh god. Shall we walk? But I'm glad we put that stake in the ground. Oh, man. I don't I don't know anything anymore. Sometimes I just think that people don't think I stand for anything, but I really want them to know that feral hogs in ball pits is the hill I'm prepared to die on. (laughs) Oh, God. Anyways, I'm sorry. Moving right along. (laughs) All right. Let's go back to the med center. There's medicine. There's another... There's Okay, there's another security guard standing outside. There are so many, like, security guard middle-aged white dude characters and i can't tell any of them apart and there's just so many Ugh. it might have just been one that they like yeah. <laughs> they just copy and pasted him in every scene yep <laughs> there's just there's a lot so uh-huh um 
the, the, the kids are inside and, and they've morphed back to human and they sneak through a door. They get a shot of a hallway and Marco's like, man, look what Ikea did to this place. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Good job, Marco. That's a good one. Yeah. Although I just think the med center looks like if they made the Winchester house look like a really shitty chain motel. Um, oh god yeah because the doors all go to fucking nowhere the doors go to nowhere there's like a hallway later that's like really 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 narrow and has no windows Mm -hmm. and like there's like it probably is absolutely haunted yeah for sure it's got haunted (laughs) vibes in there does does anyway more shitty set design god um jake points up they see a security camera pointing around the room uh and then we cut to the security room there's a guard drinking coffee and not paying attention to the monitors you know per the stereotype um the 90s of course there is yep uh the kids go into the nearby administration room um somebody starts walking down the hall everybody except rachel crowds around the door to spy um, the security guy is talking to two other guys. Everything's going according to plan. And the guy sends somebody to go check on the governor to make sure he's comfortable. Whatever that means. I have a question for you. Yeah. How have you said governor this many times without going, Oi, governor. Oi, governor. I wanted to say governator a couple of times. I've wanted to say governor. I've wanted to say governator. I'm really, I'm just impressed with your self-control. Right <laughs> Ugh. I'm trying. I'm going to fuck it up eventually, I'm sure. I've already it's called Marco a Garlic. Up, it's a delight. <laughs> that classic faux pas. <laughs> God. Woof. I mean, I can understand why, because when I put Marco on bread, I too find it irresistible. <laughs> Shit. That mean- well, okay, that means he's not a vampire then. Right? There's no way to know. Okay. There's just no way to know. Because last episode, you were like, Boris Cabrera, vampire. Boris Cabrera. I still stand by that, though. Okay, so Marco's garlic. Boris is a vampire. <laughs> I mean, I could be the vampire, and I'm the one that just feels the need to say his name like that. Oh, oh that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of ways to look at this. So Marco <laughs> is know? your direct foil, then? I, I would guess so, because... You know, I if there's one thing that can really stop me in my tracks, it's an intelligent small child boy <laughs> that confronts me. Small child boy. <laughs> yeah. If a 13-year-old says some smart shit, I'm like, oh, what are you doing to me? Oh, I'm melting. Stop telling me facts and figures. <laughs> I am spooked. I am spooked by this child boy. Ah, he can see the clear line from A to B. <laughs> My weakness. He's turning into a shark. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> oh, no. Sunlight and small boys. My weaknesses. Oh, no. <laughs> I have what the fuck happened here? I jump off this, this train car. Please. Okay. Get us out of here. All right. So uh, the guys leave in the hall and the kids start to leave the room. Uh, Rachel hangs back and starts playing with one of the computers. She says, go on ahead. I'll catch up later. Uh, Jake waits until the hallway security camera is turned away from them. And he says, let's go. And they go and they sneak around underneath the camera. 
and get out of the hallway. Um, Rachel is typing at the computer and she pulls up a map of the facility and she finally pulls up a video feed of a room with a big hot tub thing in it. And she stares at it in wonder and the camera trucks up to reveal a security camera in this room, which is of course pointed at her, which of course the security guard in the next shot sees on his monitors. Uh, Rachel is oblivious to all this and she stares at the live stream in the hot tub room and she finally figures out it's a yerk pool and she dun, dun, dun. and she sees two workers wheeling in the bad the bad tubs the bad buckets <laughs> the bad tubs sorry sorry it's just the way you baby now we got bad tubs <laughs> you know it used to be bad, bad. Tubs. would it be mad tubs I- I guess that is the same lyric, right? Bad love. It used to be mad love. So yeah. it would be bad tubs. And... I don't know. I don't know. I just wanted to go like with jacuzzi, but it didn't like work. Yeah. Threw something out there. Something happened. We try. It's not us who failed. It's fucking Taylor Swift that failed yeah. in this instance. Right. Because she doesn't have good lyrics, apparently, right. for this. Better songs. What has she even done in the past three years? I don't even know. Uh, she did a really shitty song with Panic at the Disco. Did she? Really shitty song. Don't listen to it. It'll get stuck in your head okay. and you'll hate everything. Good. Well, but yeah, I don't know. Fucking, fucking Taylor Swift. And every time I've said Taylor Swift, I have been just one second away from saying Taylor Lautner every single time. <laughs> That's the only Taylor I stand. <laughs> Yeah, we can't talk about Taylor Lautner anymore. We have to dive back in to Boris Cabrera. Boris Cabrera. Speaking of which, I was surprised Marco yeah. wasn't the one to do all this computer hacking magic because everyone says... Because they're trying to get that Jurassic Park IP. Huh? They're trying to get that Jurassic Park IP. Uh... They're like, we need the blonde girl to do the Unix system. Oh, sorry. It took me a minute. I was like, Samuel it's, L. It's, Jackson? It was very... <laughs> Very fucking obscure way to lead you into that oh, conversation. Man. I was like, damn. Was like, I'm sorry. I immediately thought of the scene of Samuel L. Jackson. He tries to hack and he's like, ah, 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 you didn't say the magic word. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, I was getting mad in this moment because Rachel is looking at all this, like, security footage. But, like, mm-hmm. it's filmed like like a show. Like, the camera is trucking and it's not behaving yeah. like a security camera would. No, and I was like, there's no way you're getting this good of FPS on a v- computer <laughs> video feed in the 90s. Like, this is bullshit. Cut back to the Three Musketeers. They're sneaking around in the hallways. Um, they end up outside a door that says hydrotherapy room. Jake's like, whatever's going on, it's got to be in here. They are inside. Or, no, they're not inside the room. The delivery guys are inside the room. <laughs> um, they're unlatching the, the hazmat tubs, which contain metal thermoses one guy unscrews one and dumps it into the pool and it looks like grape jelly literally a straight up thermos yeah like not even anything technical yeah just a soup thermos yeah it's yeah yep whatever whatever it's fine um then why didn't they just bring the thermoses in instead never mind because (sighs) i don't know also maddening i want to talk about this set design please okay so there are like those metal work shelves that you put in your garage, like surrounding yeah. this thing. There's like fake plants and there's like <laughs> red and black towels. And I'm just like, are you trying to make this room look like an evil hell oasis? Like, what are <laughs> what are these decisions that you've made? Like the room just looked 
awful. Like, it's supposed to be this, like, relaxing sort of situation, and it just looks so hastily thrown together. Yeah, it's not even, like... Like, the 90s had some choices as far as design went, but that's not even any of those. It's just kind of random. Yeah, and the lighting was really weird. It was, like, colored lights on the top and (laughs) bottom of the ceiling, and, and I don't even know... I was. I baffled. would love to recreate this room as a spa and just see what it would be like to try and hang out in there. Do you feel relaxed? Am I relaxed yet? <laughs> <laughs> I just see red and black, and I instantly think like emo bands. I'm just like not mm-hmm. the most relaxing colors here, you guys. <laughs> These are the colors of darkness and pain. Bring me to life. Like, bring me up. Wake me up and it's I can't wake up. Wake me up and save me. Call my name and save me from the dark. I fucking yeah, that's, this room. It was not the best room I've ever been in. No. Oh, well. I mean, they are evil, I guess. I guess. <sighs> Whatever. Rachel is still hacking into the security cameras. She sees a shot of Victor Trent leading a group of controllers through some sort of exercise room. And he's like, everything must go according to the plan. The governor must not catch on. The hydrotherapy room is ready. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm still baffled because how are you getting a trucking camera shot? How are you getting sound? Are there microphones in this room? Are there fuck? Where are the fucking speakers on this computer? This was the 90s. They were like... Like, like eight inches tall and off on either side of the computer. They weren't embedded into the fucking monitor yet. What is like, going on? The other thing is, is like, it was so unnecessary. Like, if they had have just shown a few shots from different fixed points of Visor 3 leading people down the hallway, we would have fucking gotten the point. Mm-hmm. Like, why did you have to add the sound and the other shit to it? I don't know. <sighs> baffling just baffling (sighs) the choices that were made sometimes it's like she's watching the animorphs tv show within the animorphs tv show animorphception yeah yeah it's like this is not what security footage looks like though no and like they didn't even superimpose any like snow lines over it or anything yeah it was all in full color in you know (laughs) fucking 30 fps like (laughs) i don't 1080. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing is like, it probably would have, this is another scenario where if we had been watching these on YouTube instead of Amazon, it would have been more realistic because it would have looked so (laughs) shitty. Yeah. The Amazon high def is really fucking us up. (laughs) We're watching it in its original, actually not even really because if we watch, anyway, doesn't matter. It's all bad. (laughs) Everything sucks. Everything sucks, and I'm dying. Yeah. Uh, Rachel has been discovered. The door to the room starts unlocking, and she I thought you were going to say fire for some reason. The door is on fire. The door. The door. The door, the door is, is on, on fire. fire. Anyway, she starts morphing. Um, security guard comes in, sees nothing. And then Nada. we get a shot from Rachel's perspective. She has morphed into something small and scurries out of the room. And the guard reaches for his walkie-talkie. Oh, back with Jake and co. Um, Jake is trying the card that Axe made with his with his boob. 
Um, <laughs> trying it through the card scanner. It's not working. Marco is really pissed. And he's like, maybe you're not doing it right. And Jake has tried the card every single way. And Axe said it could break any code. And Cassie's like, any human code. Yeah. And Marco just throws up his hands and angrily walks down the hallway. Cassie says, try it again. And Jake does. And then it magically fucking works. Yeah. How convenient. You know what? That's why you got to have an angel in the outfield on your team. <laughs> it was Cassie's belief. Miracles happen. Miracles happen. <laughs> da, da, Samara walks through a door somewhere. Marco's like, hey, I heard something. And they look over in a nearby hallway. They peek around and they see a group of people walking down a narrow and claustrophobic hallway. Uh, Mar- Marco's like, someone's coming. And Rachel appears out of nowhere and says, it's Visor 3 and this room is a yerk pool. This entire scene is like they're running through a maze together. Yeah. Like this, it's filmed in such a way where it's not like, oh, there are hallways. This is a place of business. You're absolutely right. This is the Winchester house of businesses. It's so, it's like, oh man. And it's so dark. There's no windows. No. It's, it's like, oh, it's It's, so narrow. This whole place is baffling. Like, yeah. the the blueprints for this were basically like, I don't know, let's get drunk and draw some shit. <laughs> yeah! Oh, God. Like, it's it's upsettingly bad. If you threw pieces of dried spaghetti at a board and then built a house, it wouldn't be any different than this. Yeah. It's um, not great. So, Victor Trent, who was walking down the hall, says, I heard something, and... He continues to walk down the hallway. We get a nice, big, tasty slow-mo sandwich, baby! <laughs> slow-mo sandwich, baby! Baby! Baby, baby! Uh, baby! Baby, We Jeff. go back to the kids. Uh, they shrink to the ground. And Marco has to slip in a, oh man, I hate bugs! Um, yep, he does do that. He does do a thing. Victor Trent rounds the corner and looks around like a dumbass. We see four cockroaches on the floor at his feet. We get shots of them walking around on the floor. Again, they clearly got the camera as low as they could go and just moved it along the floor. They did their Too best. High. They did their best. It's fine. Victor Trent examines the card scanner outside of the hydrotherapy room. Um, there's a huge ding in the drywall next to the card reader. I don't know if that was intentional, but it was very distracting. I <laughs> did not even... Did not even notice did not even clock this it's huge it's ugh. i like it's such an eyesore i couldn't take my eyes off it um <laughs> but whatever it's a shitty fucking med center <laughs> that's short for medicine sorry yes <laughs> and he turns to the, the guy that's with him and he's like i want guards posted here at all times the guy agrees and then leaves elsewhere the cockroach kids are walking around there's a nurse and she's like, oh, no, open one day and we already have roaches. Um, she starts digging in a drawer. Jake tells everybody to run. Marco's like, I thought roaches had wings. Um, they're booking <laughs> it. She creeps along with a can of bug spray. And they manage to make it into the air vents. Marco says this is a bad morph. Jake says, we can't let the governor get near the hydrotherapy room. And Marco says, I knew you were going to say that. Da, da, da. In the hydrotherapy room, Victor Trent is attaching straps and chains and handcuffs to a stretcher bed. It's about to get real kinky up in here. Yeah, like, what What person's going to walk in and be like, oh, yeah, chains and handcuffs. This is what I signed up for. <laughs> like, what the fuck, my dude? 
Maybe the governor likes that. I don't know. It's I'm, true. I'm not here to shame anybody. <laughs> okay. Well, you're right. I wasn't thinking of this from the perspective of the governor signed up for a quiet BDSM weekend away from home. <laughs> But you're right. It could be that. And you know what? If it is that, that's awesome. Dude, fucking go for it. I just, I didn't think that's what it was trying to portray. And that's on me. I'm the asshole here, and I'm sorry. At this med center, we take care of all your needs. That's right. Wink. (laughs) Wink. Get that oogie boogie treatment up in here. Oh, with a Santa Claus lover. Anyway, <laughs> there's a knock at the door. Uh, he tells this other guy to wheel the, the stretcher away. Um, the governor's security guy comes in, briefly looks around. He checks the fern for traps. That's where you hide traps, obviously. <laughs> Don't be fucking stupid. It's always in the fern. It's always in the fern. God. Uh, Victor Trent's like, is the governor ready for his hydrotherapy? The guy's like, yeah, he's on his way, but I don't see what's so special about this crapshoot. And Victor Trent's like, perhaps when we're done with the governor, we can show you too. (laughs) You're right. This is a BDSM weekend. It is. There's lots of suggestive uh, dialogue going on here. Lots of suggestive banter. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just a little tied up at the moment. (laughs) Oh, I'm no. so sorry. Oh, dear. Uh, the, the kids are in the air vent. They're cockroaches. They're like, what do we do now? Uh, the governor is in a different room getting a massage. I guess he is naked, though. Oh, that's a weird thing to think about because he's definitely, if he's getting a massage, for sure he's naked. He's definitely naked. Like, well, yeah. And he yeah. had that, like... That, like, cocky swagger that says, like, I'm not a man that thinks about keeping my underwear on when this happens. Yeah, he's like, I'll strut it all day long. He's, like, the type of guy that walks in the room and says, I'm comfortable, and starts taking off his robe, even though they're like, no, wait, I'll put the towel or blanket over you or whatever. There's, like, six dudes in this room, and he just, like, fucking stands up and puts his robe on. It's like, all right, you are, you're okay with this. What was the president that used to do that with the giant dick that was, like, famous for taking his dick out all the time? Wasn't that, like, FDR or some shit? I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't it was remember. FDR. I don't know if it was. I don't know. Somebody at us. <laughs> which president was the one with the big dick? Oh, uh, this one I'd like over inter- Instagram, please, which is <laughs> at Animorphs Anonymous. Please send me that on Instagram only. That's oh right. I'm going to start making this like a goddamn trap oh, now. Dear, no. Tell me which president used to take out his dick constantly. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Anyways, I keep wanting to say Taft, but that is not correct at all. He was the super giant one that got stuck in the bathtub. But that's <laughs> not the stuck. one that took out his dick. This is how oh I remember the God. U.S. president. Listen, I've only spent half my educational career in the U.S. And I don't know which presidents did what. So this is what I have. I have the guy that got stuck in the okay. tub. The guy but that you, took his dick out. You need to learn this for the citizenship test. I'm sure that'll come. Probably. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a, a multiple choice question. Which one of these four presidents <laughs> used to whip his dick out constantly? And I'm going to have to know that. Oh, no. So, guys, help me study at Animorphs Anonymous on Instagram. Fucking help me study. You don't want me to get deported again. Oh, my This is God. on you. You help. listening right now. Jesus. 
I'm so sorry. Can you please continue the episode? I'm so sorry for the crimes I've committed. Oh my god. Governor whips his dick out. Uh, Victor Trent's like, are you enjoying your stay? Governor's like, yeah, dude, look at my fucking huge erection. <laughs> look at I my love it here. giant dick. It's like a goddamn tube of tennis balls, a three pack. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I says? I looked at him, I said, yeah, good for him. Good for him, I say. Good, yeah. <laughs> if you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a goddamn tube of tube of Pringles hanging right up right between his legs. I heard like, that good for him. the motherfucker had like 30 goddamn dicks. <laughs> if he took off his boots, you'd see the dicks growing off his feet. Okay, here's the question though. Many dicks yeah. or one very large dick? Quantity is, or quality? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you asking me my preference or what I think <laughs> this dude in the show has? <laughs> I don't know what I'm asking. You don't have to answer. No, I, I'll answer I you. I just there. need to know the question. If we're talking about what I think this guy in the show had, I feel like it was probably just one super large dick. Seems... Seems real. I think you have to have a super large dick to just pat Visor 3 like a small puppy <laughs> repeatedly. Oh, which no. he does in this oh. episode. He, like, <laughs> he just keeps walking up to him and like giving him these like really like intense pats. Like very like, <laughs> good his, job. With his penis? No, with his hand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this was on Nickelodeon. They're not going to show the dick pats. That's in the NC-17 I'm reading engine. between the lines. <laughs> well, oh, what God. you should be doing is reading between his legs where his oh, giant no. dick is. This is the porn version of this episode that we're writing. Oh. I was trying to lead us back into things that actually happened, but I like how you just kept us out in the dick sphere. Okay, 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 okay. He has a dick. We don't see it. We don't know how big it is. Probably huge, though. Probably huge. He's all right. Uh, Victor Trent's like, come have a hydrotherapy session next. Continue to be naked. It'll make you a new man. Uh, Governor puts on his robe and he tells Victor Trent he has earned himself a stay in the Lincoln bedroom when he becomes president. Yep. <laughs> More suggestive dialogue. That's come right. Stay I in mean, my house. I don't know what happened in the Lincoln bedroom, but he is famous for his logs. Oh, no! There's a man that knows about wood. It's Lincoln. No! (laughs) We have to leave this sex dungeon. It's that stupid stretcher's fault for putting this thought into our heads. I've been in Lincoln's courtroom, and that's not a joke. It's in Michigan. I've been in it. But he was from Illinois. Yes, they have... (laughs) At the uh, Henry Ford Museum, they have a whole village outside. Henry Ford's a different president! <laughs> they just bought a bunch of buildings. They have, like, the the oh uh, the um, Wright Brothers house there. They have Lincoln's courtroom. They have a bunch of historical buildings. It's actually very cool. So anyways, oh. I've been in Lincoln's courtroom. I've seen his uh, cool wood cabinet. And that's not a euphemism. I've seen that. <laughs> I have seen it. Yep. So anyways. <laughs> Weeps! Uh, da, 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 da. kids are spying in the in the York pool area. Uh, mm-hmm. they uh, somebody turned on the air. Oh no, we're gonna get sucked out! And the cockroaches <laughs> start zooming off camera. Um, we cut to the kids who are fully morphed in the vents somehow. 
they're creaking, making a shit ton of noise. The guy in the room looks up in confusion, and then Jake looks scared, and the entire fucking ceiling caves in, and this is why drop ceilings are terrible. Yes. Well, that and the height reduction, but yes. Yeah. That's why I call them drop ceilings, am I right? That's exactly right. Hell yeah. Uh, I feel like that was the first time we ever did banter correctly, and I did not like how it felt. Oh, sorry. Do you want to go back to talking about dicks? It's not... I don't think we have to. I just I just wanted to acknowledge that that was the first time that we ever did banter in a way that I think it was supposed to be done. <laughs> I don't like banter very much. <laughs> it doesn't make me feel good inside. I just, you know, I you said something, I went with it, we had a moment, we looked at each other, we had like an ah uh, and uh, I didn't I didn't like it. Okay. We tried. <laughs> We're just trying new things here on Animorphs Anonymous. On episode 80 fucking 23, <laughs> we tried banter. It didn't work. Write that one down, people. All right. Never again will we banter. Never again. Been there, done that. It's gone. <laughs> well, oh. that, there goes our TV show. We're done. We're canceled. <laughs> Cancel culture on us. I don't know what that means. I feel like there's... Never mind. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know know nothing. I do know that Jake lands right in the pool. Right in that motherfucking pool. And the others fall around it and crush the security guy, presumably to death. We -hmm. never see him again. (laughs) Oh, he's dead. He's fucking dead. He's so dead. That was Rachel's first confirmed kill on the TV show. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't even get to kill him hand on hand. She killed him with her bare hands. With her falling body from a ceiling. Yep. Uh, Victor Trent. She the- let the bodies hit the floor. Floor! <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. All right, Victor Trent and the governor and the posse have made their way to, into the room. Governor's yep. like, what's all that noise? Cassie screams, Jake, and starts digging around in the yerk pool. Uh, Rachel and Marco dig their way out of the debris. Cassie finds Jake, pulls him to the surface. Uh, outside, Victor Trent runs his card through the security reader. He goes to push open the door. It won't open. He kind of laughs it off, tries again. And he's like, why the fuck is this locked? Marco hears them trying to open the door. He jams a chair under the door handle, which for some reason is pointed downwards. I, I of... can't answer why this is so. Set design. It's a thing. It shows in movies that this doesn't Oh my happen. god, they probably super didn't put the handle on the other side of the door so there was nothing to hold it up, so it's just... <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're oh, right, you're right. Oh fuck, those this bastards. Is, this is what happened. This is what happens when you don't build a real set and just use a door that's set in the wall with nothing, yep. no hinges. I thought maybe they pointed the door handle so that they could get the chair under it. Maybe. Yeah, I, that would make sense, but also... But it also looks fucking stupid! No one opens a door like that. No one has a handle like that! Nope. <sighs> Whatever. It's fine. Nope. <sighs> it's fine. Um, the girls are trying to j- drag Jake out of the pool. Uh, they lay him down on the ground. Rachel's like, he's not breathing. They look scared. Uh, outside, another security guard shows up. Victor Trent looks like a fucking idiot and apologizes to the governor. The guy tries his own security card. Kids are trying to get Jake to wake up. Uh, He finally does. He spits out some liquid. 
The controller can't get the door open, so they try a manual key, which also doesn't work. Why is your shit broken? Um, I thought I thought uh, Victor Trent's actor did a really good job acting in this scene, though. His mm-hmm. like the guy's like trying to get the door open with a key, and he's like, "Pull out the key! Pull out the key!" <laughs> Like anybody when shit's going wrong and they're trying to hold it together in front of a client, like don't yeah. fuck it up, don't fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, try, try to get the thing started. And then apparently he runs completely out of ideas and he just starts hitting the door with his hands and yelling, "Open the door!" like a fucking imbecile. I love that though. Um, the kids are trying to get Jake up, and Victor Trent tells his team to get the door open and they all start crowding around it and slapping it because teamwork makes the dream work, you guys. I mean, he's just not a very good leader. So, like, in that scenario, they're like, ah, just participate in any way you can. Ah, do something. Just do anything. Smack the door. With Smack the door in the face. Blow in the Nintendo cartridge to make it work. <laughs> Smack the uh. side of the computer screen. Uh, inside, Rachel looks up, sees they're starting to make progress with the door. Uh, she's like- With their open palm slaps. (laughs) Yes. The plastic chair that Marco shoved under there is moving, so. Something's happening. Uh, Cassie's like, we can't go, we can't leave Jake. Uh, Rachel stands up and steps forward. Marco sees the BDSM stretcher, and he (laughs) and Cassie put Jake onto it. Rachel steps forward and starts morphing into the lion. Pretty cool morph sequence here. I liked the the lion face situation. I was wondering if it was the exact same one that we saw before when she morphed the lion. Because it seems similar, but it was in a different episode, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, it was it was kind of the same one though. Like her face, like like her eyes went sideways, and then like the mouth started yeah. coming out. I thought it was, but again, it's a new episode, so I think cares? it was like the same morph sequence in concept, but like like executed separately if that okay. makes sense so like, yeah that, does, that i mean i get what you're saying it's the same sequence of events that happened but yeah but different they animated imagery. each one yeah. yeah so yeah but it was cool yeah i liked it yeah uh the door opens five fucking white dudes come pouring into the room <laughs> uh they stop when they see rachel she moves forward and she gives the guy in the lead a big old hug she super does yeah, I wonder if that was the lion trainer. I figured it had to be. There was no way it wasn't. Yeah, I figured, yeah. I don't know. He's the um, only one who's insured for this shit. <laughs> oh, no. Um, everybody starts running down the hallway. Rachel runs after them. Inside the pool room, Marco walks up to the control panel, which looks kind of crappy. It looks like a piece of cardboard that they spray painted. Um, and he starts fiddling with it, and he says, Let's make yerk stew. And they wheel Jake out of the room, and Marco picks up another plastic chair, and he fucking lays waste to the pulsing light showerhead thing, which explodes, and there's sparks and smoke everywhere, and he leaves, and in the control panel, a dial is showing the temperature rising dramatically, an alarm starts going off, and the pool starts bubbling over. In the hallways of the men's center, there's a group of five or so workers that come running into the room. Um, We get a sequence of them kind of making their way through the door, and it's clear they didn't tell the extras what to do because they all look very confused. The last woman comes in, and she sticks her hand in the pool and digs around for a minute, pulls out a yerk, and she's like, Oh no, they're dead! They're all dead! 
I thought uh, for sure she was going to touch the water and then pull her hand back like, ah, it's too hot. But like, no, she... How hot does the water have to be to kill the Yerks but for her to not burn herself? It was boiling. She would have fucking burned herself for sure. Like, there's no way she couldn't. It was literally boiling around her hand. Maybe Marco just turned on the bubbles. (laughs) (laughs) That's what really killed the Yerks. They put on the jets and they were all like, no, we're like jellyfish. We're too delicate for this level of pressure. God. However, okay, so because I watched this episode like weeks ago and this is the first time we kind of like actually saw a proper Yerk. Yeah, I was looking at it and I was like, that looks like the Yerk design that Chris made in the graphic novel because it Mm -hmm. had like the little three like antenna thingy on it. It did. And I was like, oh, my God, they actually like made a Yerk for this scene. This is very exciting. I agree with all of that. Yay. It looked a lot better than the 3D version of the little horseshoe crab monstrosity. Anyway, the Yerks are all dead. um, And the governor is fucking leaving um victor china's like wait i can explain and the governor says this place shouldn't be shut down it should be burned down where do you get off treating animals at a human health center and he leaves <laughs> and jake does, jake's dad is like what the fuck and victor Trent's like i'll take care of it and he runs after the governor and he's like wait you don't understand and jake's dad is just like animals yeah what the fuck are you on about, man? I was just sitting in the lobby because my fucking key card didn't work. I was twiddling my thumbs this whole goddamn time. I was just pouting to myself at the front desk. Yeah. I called my wife to complain. Yeah. I yeah. called Tom to tell him how sad I was. I wish I could go to the sharing, Tom. Instead, I'm stuck here at work. I want to play it. volleyball on the beach instead of sitting at the fucking receptionist <laughs> desk. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, poor Jake's dad. It's fine. Aw, aw, poor Mr. Jake's dad. Poor Mr. Jake's dad. He's so sad, dad. Sad, 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 sad. That's my <laughs> contribution. about the dad. Sad, dad. <laughs> sad, dad, dad, dad. Anyway. <laughs> Back in the building. Kids have made their way down a ladder. Jake is awake. They ask him if he's okay. He says he's fine. Marco's I'm like, okay. I'm not okay. He's not going to own up to that. Marco says, he spent a long time in that tub. Jake says, don't remind me, that was disgusting. So did we get them? Marco's like, yeah, we boiled every one of them. And he does his handshake with Jake. Rachel says, boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. Uh, Rachel says they need to go. They walk off camera. We get a last close-up of Jake, who smiles evilly. Dun, dun, He's just so wet. He's he's a wet boy. He's so wet. He was in a pool of shit. He, I know, but he really maintained that moisture well. <laughs> that moisture. They were sweaty earlier in the vents after they morphed out of roaches. I didn't were, make a note of that, but they were. They were absolutely sweaty. Anyways, that's the end of the episode. I'm sad there was no conversation about the governor's hemorrhoids. Although Aww. I think that's a different episode. Isn't that the... They turned into mosquitoes? No, no, that guy got hit by a car. Conveniently. Right, but Marco was insisting that it was a hemorrhoid. No, you're right. He was insisting it was a hemorrhoid surgery. This was a book, like, whatever, 18, where they pop off to the Lyran planet. Okay, but that guy got hit by a car. Because Visitor 3 made it so so that they could infest the guy. No, I don't remember. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. And there was an earlier book with, with Jake killing them in the jacuzzi when they go into the hospital. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really early on, and that's what I assume this one was. But that okay. was... He wasn't hit by a car, though. No, because he went... Weren't they watching, like, something to do with his campaign, and they noticed a few days where he was, like, off the campaign trail? Yeah, and I think that was this one. Yeah, that... I think you're right. And I think the hit by the car guy was the Laren Planet one. God, this was, like, two fucking years ago. I know, I remember nothing. I don't remember what happened when we started recording this episode. Uh... We got sushi Ritos when, when Oh, that we... was when we started recording episode one. Oh. I mean, this this episode that we're still in that we haven't hit stop on yet. Oh. I... And I have to tell you, when you said we got sushi Rito, I believed you for a good <laughs> few seconds. We got them two hours ago. Don't you remember? I was creating it in my mind. I was like, yeah, of course. I ordered food. It must have been sushi Rito. <laughs> I'm like, wait. 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 I'm gaslighting you. You You did. <laughs> unintentionally but still i'm just confused and concerned i haven't gotten a sushi burrito in a long time i haven't gotten anything in a long time (laughs) so yeah that was that was an episode that we did i i liked this episode i did too even though the set design was god awful and the whole card rubbing it on axe's boob thing was baffling yeah but overall it wasn't bad it wasn't bad and like, okay, so I did a little bit of looking into who wrote the episodes, mm-hmm. and Neil Schusterman actually wrote for, he's a book author, and I, I haven't read any of his work, but it's on, like, I have a couple of his books on my to-read list, but like, yeah, he oh. writes fucking books, and like, he's got a YA series called Scythe that I need to pick up and i i just like i was looking at the writer for the show i was like neil schusterman how do i know that name? oh yeah he's a he's like a children's book author and he's like a ya author and yeah well let me know if in any of his books any nipples <laughs> cause magical things to happen <laughs> i can tell you that he wrote some earlier episodes he did not write the last two episodes that <laughs> thank god we watched so <laughs> which uh if you remember which earlier episodes did he write think he worked on number one let's let's google together so here's what's really confusing to me like does this guy have a history of tv show writing or is he a ya author because like if he's ya why wouldn't you just get Catherine and michael to do it okay so neil schusterman wrote or he's a co-writer on episodes one through three okay number six which is the message okay number this episode he was the sole writer co-wrote the next episode okay that's it for the rest of the show so mostly he was on episodes that were relatively decent because like one through three was all like the invasion and like other than shot stuff it was okay i still think that the alien was like the best episode yeah was so who Um, wrote the alien now that we're here mark scott zikri zikri who also worked on okay he co-wrote with Neil Schusterman on the message. Capture part two. Oh, but he wrote The Stranger. So there doesn't seem to be a correlation here. (laughs) Yeah, there doesn't seem to be at all. Interesting. What an interesting experiment. Because if there's no quality correlation, they phoned it in for one of the episodes, but then wrote on others. Or like there's some other outside force that's still causing them to be super shitty sometimes. That's what I know about Mr. Stearman. 
like not I, that interesting. I know there is ghostwriters in the books, but I feel yeah. like for the TV series, they really should have gotten consistent writers. Like, even if it wasn't the best writer that we've seen on this TV show, if they had one person write all of the episodes, I think the quality would have gone up. Let's rank our children. <laughs> How do we like Jake and Sean this episode? Fucking loved him. I that fucking, fucking loved him. power move at the restaurant. Just ugh. Listen, I don't want to superimpose things that didn't exist on there, but Sean looked like he was having a fucking blast in this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, finally, I get to like you know play in the space a little bit. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, His eating of escargot is something that will never leave my mind. <laughs> I'll nominate him for an Emmy Award. I will for many different things, not just this one. <laughs> oh, I loved it. They both yeah. get fives. They were, yep, they were great. Absolutely. How do we feel about Rachel and Brooke? Always positive. A five from me, you know that's gonna. You know they always get top. You know, you know. (laughs) Oh my god, loved it. Loved everything about Rachel. I, for one, really enjoyed the scene where she was taking over the computer. I just like that she was like, "You guys do your fucking thing. I'm doing this shit. I'm a rebel. Damn it. I'm a rebel." And I think Brooke did a great job too. Also, consistently. Finds themselves in a tough situation and she morphs to Lion. Because she yes. is Rachel. She will step up and be the badass that we all deserve. Uh, Tobias was not in this episode, so... He was not. Neither was Christopher. 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 <laughs> I made that joke on Superboy the other day, so... Not to not to jump ahead to our ending sign off, but if you want to hear that Christopher joke in another venue, <laughs> Superboy, Cadmister Crisis. That Christopher joke that we stole. The Christopher the joke that we stole from the McElroy's. Uh, uh, so what do you think of Cassie slash Nadja? I love her. Loved her so much. She was so good. Pull Jake from... The, the the horrible tube tube yeah. tub yeah Fuck. the the I'm, tub was I'm but losing, maybe a tube i don't know i'm losing my goddamn mind <laughs> it's okay the end is nigh at this point oh uh, <laughs> boris slash marco fucking wonderful delightful axe's mother figure not really <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh okay <laughs> I loved him so much. He was so good. Oh, he's so good. And he got really mad at Jake when the card didn't work. He did. And like, so I don't know what he did, but there was something that just sent me onto this whole trail of like, just remembering how sweet Boris is as a person. And like, I know. Oh, God, what a sweetheart. So, so yeah. nice. Like tens for me. I can't believe we know him. <laughs> I know. We, that's our friend. We know him. <laughs> yeah. No, he's such a sweetheart. He's wonderful. Yes. Yeah, they both get fives, obviously. Obviously. And then Paolo slash Axe. A trillion fucking <laughs> points! <laughs> the hot All dog, the hamburger, the nipple oh, card. <laughs> <laughs> I only wish he had been in the hospital with them to cause trucks. 
Me too. He's the biggest Chuck's causer. He is. He was just delightful. Every moment, a delight. I just, I need an axe episode. It's just him. I know we just had one in the alien, but I need more. There's, it's coming up. There's one coming up. I don't know when, but there is one coming up. I know there is, but I thought it was in this season. Me too, but it's not. And I don't know why I even thought it was in this season. I don't know. I hope he gets a main actor credit in the second season. I know, Jesus. Ugh. He's my one dream. of the team. Yeah. My dream for Axe is that he gets a main actor credit. <laughs> <laughs> and those are all the characters that we have to rank. So that's the end of that. Well, Victor 3. Victor 3. <laughs> Victor, Victor 3, my favorite Victor dude. Three. Victor number he- 3. I thought he did a very good job. One, well. two, three, four, five. Every victor in the house. Let's go for a ride to the sharing pool. The trumpets. A little bit of sound on the side. A little bit of Tina's all I need. We have to stop. Listen, dearest viewer listener, if you would like to know why a little bit of you makes me a man, email me. Anonymous at gmail.com. Tweet me at Animorphs Anon. Insta slam me at Animorphs Anonymous. Or just go on to Facebook. Give up and go to Facebook where everything is. <laughs> Give up. Give up. Give up. <laughs> go to Facebook. We're at Animorphs Anonymous there. Or our super secret, super awesome subgroup, the Andalite Bandalites, which is Facebook.com slash group slash Animorphs Anonymous. Go to our Discord server that we have. Where we talk to each other and to other Animorphs fans about stuff. Uh, you can get the link to that Discord server if you add us at any of our social medias. Well, if uh, if I want to hear more great jams from the 90s, but not hear them read them, where would I do that? <laughs> read the jams. I want to read the jams. Where do I pump up the jams? Oh, no. Well, I have a comic that I make and draw that is about music, and it's called B-Side You, and you can go read that for free at bsideyoucomic.com, or you can go to my Patreon and you can throw me a couple of dollars and you can see some early access pages that aren't coming out for months. And yeah, you should read it for free. Definitely. It's a good time. I make it and I draw it and I love it. Like minimum what we're doing is giving you amazing free content. Zero dollars. Maximum what we're giving you is for a few dollars. You get that free content still, but you get it much earlier. Oh, yeah. I know and... I've said we, I just mean Casey. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> I want to listen to a different podcast, but I want another podcast with Alex in it. So where can mm. I find that, mm. though? Fuck. Well, um, oh, there is one that I just thought of. It's called From Cadmus to Crisis. It's a, it's a <laughs> Superboy podcast. And uh, Alex is on that one. She is mostly voicing characters, sometimes asking very stupid questions, but it's also with David and Drew, who uh, were on this podcast that you're listening to right now, Animorphs Anonymous. Uh, Drew is on twice, once for Megamorphs in the Time of the Dinosaurs, and uh, also for an Alternomorphs for Christmas, where he was with David, the other host, and uh, it's super fun. Um, We just recorded a super fucking solid podcast the other night, and it was great. Um... 
If you've ever wanted to hear somebody antagonize me to the point of tears, that's where to go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that didn't happen the other night, but I'm sure it's happened at some point. Oh, no. That's also where I recorded my first podcast back in like 2014. I was a guest Aww. on their podcast. Yeah, you can baby. hear me be a podcast baby. A baby. A little baby. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we should go swimming in a bad pool where the bad jerks live. Not really.